Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm very happy today to be doing something I titled Love and Relationships. And I believe that as we listen, our life will be changed for the better. There will be a positive shift. There will be a quantum leap in our life, in our relationships with our neighbors, our friends, and with God, and in general. So I believe as we listen, God will help us and we'll move forward. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you now. I love you tomorrow. Oh, I love you forever. I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you now. I love you forever. I love you forever. I love you, Lord. I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, I will follow the Lamb. I will follow the Lamb. Oh, He is the Lamb. I will follow the Lamb. I will follow my God. Oh. Oh, he know the lie, God not true. He know the lie, he know the lie. Oh, God not true. No, he know the lie. Oh, God not true. He know the lie. Oh, God, not true. Oh, in order lie. Oh, in order lie. Oh, in order lie. Oh, in order lie. Oh, when he says he will do it, he will do it. When he says. He's not going to do it. He won't do it. He's not a man that he should change. Hallelujah. I pray for us today as we listen. Our heart will be transformed. And there will be a positive shift in our life. In Jesus name. So please, um, today I would like us to listen from the beginning to the end. And also we should learn to listen attentively. Let our mind be here. The next um, 20 minutes, I would like you all to give me your ear time so that you can get what I'll be communicating to us this evening. Hallelujah. Now, today we'll be talking on something very powerful, love and relationships. This is something that we need to understand in our life for us to move forward, for us to keep going higher.
Now, first, I want us to understand something that love is a weapon, not just a weapon, but the greatest weapon. Now, we have oftentimes been told that love is something romantic, which is very correct, but sometimes we must understand that love is also a weapon because God worked with this weapon. Love can be used. The Bible makes us understand that uh, we should fight hate with love, meaning love is something that we can use to fight. It's not just something that we need when we want to get married. It's not something, it's not just something that we need when we want to go into a relationship. It's not something that you need to exhibit when you want to get married, though they are important for you to do those stuff. But you still need it as a person to succeed in every area of your life, in every situation that you are going through, every uh, issues that you are facing. You need love in your life to keep moving. You must first of all love your life to keep moving forward. Now, in the book of 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, we're made to understand that there are three um, factors. Bible because understand that there is hope, there's faith, and there's love. He said, abide these three things, the greatest is love. Now, when you look at faith and hope very well, it's quite that faith is one of the um, factors that have been made available to us by God, a system of believing that we can use to get results in the kingdom. You can, by faith we move mountains. With faith we move mountains. Hebrews 11 verse 1 said, said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. These are some certain things that we, these are, these are, this, this is one of the, these are the operations of faith. Faith can do a lot of stuff. It's a weapon. We can use it. Without it, the Bible makes us understand that we cannot please God. This is very strong. But, 1 Corinthians 13 13 is now telling us that love is the greatest meaning love is greater than faith how surprising you see you see that love is a weapon love is not just something that we use in the romantic scene love is something that can be is a, is an, is, is a weapon that can move bigger mountains than that of faith his definition is simple it is that it is a choice love is a choice love is not a feeling we must understand that love is not let's get this straight love is not a feeling we must get it love is not a feeling anything that is based on feeling should not be trusted so if we are to trust what we are doing if, if we are to trust what we are doing we must know that it is love love trust and believe it all things you can see that with love we can believe also with love we can believe also now let me tell you something how this love is a weapon now this is one of the this is the weapon that reconciles us to god to, to reconcile us to god now before now god has been moving with a lot of people through faith believed them trusted them one way elijah moses and all of you but he didn't he didn't get what he was looking for then he, he, he needed to, to use another strategy, something stronger, to fight the battle with Satan. He's not, fighting the, he's not directly fighting the battle. He's trying to help us because we, as believers, we could not really uh, understand. We, as human beings, we could not really um, decipher our importance and our nature and our image, how we're created. So God helped us to fight Satan by inventing or by bringing a strategy called love, a love that he is, 
a nature of his and he brought that and we were made to understand in john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him will not perish but have everlasting life now god gave his son as a result of love now that is the weapon i want us to see most of the battles we are fighting in life the reason why we are failing because we have not decided to sacrifice god sacrificed his only begotten son because of what he loved not that he trusted us or not that he had faith in us but because he trusted us and that is why he gave his only begotten son and if we can also learn to walk with that same um, um weapon we i believe we'll be able to come out from every situation that we are facing now then jesus came here on earth and we're made to understand that jesus himself is god the word was made flesh to come dwell among us. John 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was the God, and the word was God. And that same word in the verse 14 of John chapter 1, that it was made flesh to come dwell among us. Now, we must understand that, that Jesus was delivered to us, but we were not saved when he was delivered. Meaning, Jesus himself had to um, um, decide, talking about love as a decision now, love is a decision. Jesus decided that I am going to die for these people. So Jesus Christ was not given to us when he was giving birth to. Jesus Christ was given to us the day he died because Jesus Christ has the full permission or the full right to, to, to say no, that I'm no longer dying for these people. I'm no longer dying for these people. When Jesus, if Jesus Christ should say, okay, I'm not dying for these people any longer, it therefore means that Jesus Christ was not delivered. We are not saved. Therefore, God gave Jesus Christ to us, and Jesus Christ refused to die for us. So, Jesus Christ was given to us when He died on the cross. And the reason why He died on the cross was because He loved us. The Father loved us, and the Son loved us. That is the reason why we are saved. So, the reason why we exist, the reason why we escaped eternal damnation, is because of this powerful um, tool called love. Remember, God gave by the reason of love and Jesus aligned with the will of God because he loved. He said, nevertheless, let that will be done. And he died and sacrificed himself. So love is a choice. You can say that love is not a feeling. Jesus Christ was feeling, okay, can this cup just pass me by? It's a feeling. Can this cup just pass me by? But the decision that Jesus Christ took at that moment was not a decision based on feeling. He said, nevertheless, let that will be done. It's a choice to love and to die for this people. So if we, if we can also have the same nature, the same character in everything that we do in our business, not to die. If I'm to start this business and the business is not going the way it's supposed to, if we can just love the business and say, nevertheless, if this is what the Lord wants me to do, I will continue in it and make sure that this business grows to where God wants it to grow to, then it will grow. When you love something, there's a higher believing. It's not, it's not about trust can fail. When you love something, then love believeth all things. You just believe everything that is going to work and is a strong strategy. So I want us to get this, that love is the key. The power that we seek is love. 
That's why most people, they go and pray, they fast, they do a lot of stuff, but yet the results are different. Somebody will go and fast for 20 days, another person will fast for 20 days. But when they come out from that fasting and prayer, you see them working in different levels of glory. Why? Because alignment is needed. And that alignment is love. You must have the right motive. The fact that you are doing spiritual things does not mean that you will get the results. You must move with the right motive. So doing spiritual things with the wrong motive will produce little or no result. So that's why the same actions but fueled with different factors. So some are fueled with ambitions and a lot of stuff that of cars I want to make money. And why some are fueled by love. That's why the results are different. So alignment, fellowshipping must be must be included in everything that we do. So if if it is um, um, being the richest man or the richest pastor in Nigeria or all over the world that forged your motive to go pray for 10 hours, it's there for me that you have wasted 10 hours of your life. We must master the art of fellowship and that is love. Because for you to fellowship, you must love. Hallelujah. So I want us to get this. I want us to get this. So God gave his son for us. Remember, he first loved us. And our part is to love him back. So I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, I want us to sing this song from a depth of revelation. I believe we must have gotten the lyrics, the line. So I want us to sing this song from our heart, from our spirit. It's just simple. I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Lord. Say, I love you now. I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. I love you long. Now, one other thing I want us to understand is that love is in different track, in different um, departments. The Bible makes us understand the book of Ephesians, chapter number three, I believe, seventeen, that you be rooted and grounded in love, that you may be able to understand. The fourth department of love, just paraphrasing now, the depth, the length, the height, the breadth of love. Now, for you to love is a choice. And when you are already in this love, it therefore means that the actions that will be needed or that will be seen from you, one is that you will be passionate. You will, be, you will have the choice just to be passionate and also you have the zeal to pursue that which you love. And also commitment also sacrifice and when you engage in all these things at the end of it is what 
happiness, pleasure, glory. Because God is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him, that seek him with love. He said, if you seek me, uh, you will find me. The reason why some people are seeking and they are not finding it because they are using the wrong key to seek. You must understand that there are keys, there are different levels of glory and there are different dimensions of operations. So if you want to seek the Father, there's only one strategy and that strategy is love. That too, that factor is love. So when you seek the Father with love, you will get the result. So when you are loving now, what do you do? You are passionate, you pursue, you are committed and you sacrifice you are ready to give your all you are ready to give your substance your time you are obligated you are just committed to be at that meeting to be at that place at that time irrespective of the situation on ground even if it's convenient and not convenient for you you come because you love and you are passionate now when we love somebody it is not just um having feelings for that person because there are some certain things that we will see that we might not like. Just the way Jesus or God sees us on a daily basis, oftentimes we, we offend God, but yet it makes, His mercy is enjoyed forever. He keeps loving us. He said, I will be with you always. The reason why you can make that statement is because you have decided to love always. I Meaning, even when you are misbehaving, you are not misbehaving, I will be with you. Is a very dangerous statement. So that is what, when you are in love with a person, you don't think about the person, okay, the person is tall, the person is short, the person is dark, the person is white or blue. You just think, okay, you, 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 are, just, you are just loving that person unconditionally. So Jesus, or God, loved us unconditionally. Remember, he died for the imbecile, for the blind, for the deaf, for the lame, and even for the dead. Hallelujah. So, we must understand that we are not supposed to place unnecessary conditions on people before we love them. Placing unnecessary conditions on people before loving them is not Christ-like love. So, the Father said, a new commandment have I given unto you that you love as I have loved you. The same way Christ loved us, we are supposed to love others same way and we are not just doing that because when we love we we don't just suffer because there will, there will be a glory at the end why now for god so loved that he gave sacrifice is only begotten son and that son died jesus and now we now have the spirits of sonship of adoption where we can cry abba father so when people come and give their life to christ now there's a platform there is now an opportunity for you to be saved and to be reconciled to god so when you come believing in jesus the sacrificial and the substitutional work of jesus then you are saved and when you get saved what happens we made understand that every soul that is being won to the kingdom of god god leaves his throne and rejoice that is deriving pleasure and what happens happiness from what he has what sacrifice so the sacrifice is not in vain so all this thing that god did was not a waste we get born again and is happy 
So, same way when you do some certain things, when you engage in some certain matters with love, that business that you don't love the business so much to be committed to it, that's why it's failing. You don't love that relationship so much for you to provide and to ensure that there are different structures put in place for it to work. That is why it is dying. So we must learn to love what we are doing. And the first thing first that you must love yourself. You are in a situation or something happened to you or you did something. Yeah, having a self-damnation and you feel filthy. No, you can't produce results that way. You must first of all love your life for you to live your life. You must first of all love your life for you to live your life. You can't hate your life and just keep crying and living in shame. No, you must first of all, irrespective of what people are telling you, you must first of all love your life. Placing uh, placing um, uh, uh, a high uh, level of attention on people's opinion will lead you astray. Remember, Jesus was told to be king of the Jews because he has done a lot of stuff. But he knew where he was going. I believe it for some of us now. Ah, for me to go and die now, why not just become the king? I have healed a lot of people. I have failed thousands of people. And um, there is an opportunity for me to be a king. I should be a king. So most people oftentimes have aborted their journey because they saw another thing. I've said this before in our previous teaching. You Distraction is what you see when you set your eyes off the goal. We should not make the purpose a distraction or and make the distraction the goal. So if you are moving forward, though it is not rosy, you have to keep moving. Don't look for shortcuts to end the suffering sacrifice the fact that he is not doing well now the fact that you are with him and there's nothing with him does not mean that you should now leave that guy for another person that is already making it the thing is that you know the 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 person you now know the glory of that person the person is riding just two cars and all that's it but the person that you are with you don't know that person's future that person might be the next president so we we must understand that when we are sacrificed, remember the Bible makes us understand that for the suffering of this present time is nothing to be compared to the glory ahead. So when you are suffering, you are preparing for a glory. So Jesus never compromised, never became the king and journeyed to the end. And now we cannot cry our Father. It's a higher glory than being the king of, the, of, of, of this world. Even if he's been the king of this world, if it's me dying, die and not become the king and go for higher purpose. It's called spiritual purpose, not earthly purpose. Just digress now. So let's come back to our topic. So you must have the choice to be passionate, to be committed, to be sacrificial. That way, at the end, you derive pleasure, happiness from what you are doing. At the end of everything, there is always result. Don't feel you are working for nothing. There is always a result at the end. So God loved us and sacrificed his son. I believe most people might be thinking, okay, um, I will be, th- I'll be talking majorly on um, dating, marriage, and all. No, we have limited the power of love into believing that it's just for marriage and it's just for friendship. Love is a weapon. We must learn to use because God 
tried all the removing of the mountains and delivering them from Egypt to Israel and all, but he was not satisfied. They parted, he parted the rest, he true men of God, but he needed a strategy called love. They were still misbehaving after everything that he did. They were complaining. Hallelujah. Let's move forward. Let me not talk too much on this. We don't have much time. So love is not just romantic. Love is a choice. Let's get this. Love is a choice. Love is a weapon. And when we learn to use it, we will get results. Remember, remember, all things, they work together for them that love God. You must love is a, a, a non-negotiated stuff you you must be in love with what you are doing so it is not all things that all things work together for for them but particularly for those that love so you must love for you to actually experience the kingdom life for you to get the result at the end of the journey but because you understand that better is the end of a thing than its beginning so if you have started well you should finish well now let's get that i'm done with the part love now so love is a weapon not just a weapon but the greatest weapon according to the book of first corinthians 13 verse 13 now relationships this is something that we must understand us because most people have neglected this part of um of god this is uh, this is something that god have put in place that's why the bible makes us understand that uh god saw that it is not good for a man to be alone and created woman alongside so that there can be a communion, a fellowship created and help meet. So if God should create another being and didn't give that being a name, but call that being a help meet. Remember, God never gave Eve the name Eve or gave woman the name woman. God looked at Adam and said, it is not good for a man to be alone. I will create for him a help meet. That was what God called the woman. So when Adam woke up, he said, This is the bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. So God knew that we need help. That's why we have people around us. We are not alone. Then he said, Multiply, go. So now we need assistance. So stop saying that it is only God that I need. You need relationships in your life to excel and to move to different of life you cannot journey far without the help of people people are important people are important so you need to be connected you need relationships first relationship with God and with others so relationships are connections of liftings and they can also be connections of destruction setbacks depending on who you are connecting with that's why the Bible makes us understand that evil communications they corrupt good manners so we must be very careful of who we connect ourselves with because they are advantageous connections and, and, and can also be a disadvantage to us depending on how we fellowship on how we choose to relate with people or the people we choose to relate with i won't dwell much on this because of time now the reason why most people they excel in the kingdom because all of their relationship with god we are all equal in the body of christ but our fellowshipping with the i am with the I am as the, the actually determine our level of glory, our power. Enoch walked with God and was not. The word there was walk, not walking. Walk was there was a there was a quinonia. 
So you have to have this fellowship with God and with people. Then you can experience, there are some certain places that you cannot go into without the help of relationships. There are some certain platforms that you can never be without the help of relationships. So you need relationships, friendship, marriage, dating, whatever. You need them in your life for you to move ahead, to forge ahead. You, you can't move, I repeat, you can't move forward without relationships. No matter how powerful you are, you need relationships in your life. You cannot not not having relationship with you, not having relationship with people, and not relating with people is an indication that you are a novice in the kingdom. It shows that you are a man full of pride. It shows that you are a monster because people don't relate to people that are monstrous. When your face looks like that of somebody that they cannot converse with, you are then the thing is that anyone that you cannot relate with peacefully is a monster that is why the devil is a monster because oftentimes people when they tend to relate with the devil due to what they do and all they they are always afraid you see people who are in court and in different matters they are always scared of their maker but we are not scared the word fear the lord is it means reverence does not mean that we should be shivering he said, "Come boldly." So we have this. Uh, we are we are his sons. We are not we are not his servants. So we 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 have a relationship with him, not a deal, not a, a business deal. We have a relationship with him, instant. So get this and get this well. If you cannot be related to you, are, you are you are same as Satan because you are monstrous. Any father that you cannot relate with is not a father but a monster. It is Paul that said it. Let it go wide. Hallelujah. Any father that you cannot relate with, there are some matters we relate to our father. Even in our filthy state, he still receives us. Because of our relationship with him. So you need to relate with people for you to what? To excel in life. And for you to relate with people, you must be relate you must be somebody that can be related with like you can they, they can relate with you. You cannot be somebody when they see they cannot even talk to you. Just your attitude is smelling. And when you have relationship, there's what we call favor. Favor, a man said, a, a man I believe to to, to be a, a man of God and a man of revelation uh, said that favor is relationship dependent meaning you are responsible for being for you being favored it, do, it don't happen like that there are principles in this kingdom there are some certain things that you need to apply to get results favor is relationship dependent now we were made to understand from the book of Samuel that there was a man called Jonathan and David David was a close friend to Jonathan. They had this fellowship with them, this friendship with them. And when Saul was looking for David to kill, it was Jonathan that helped him to escape. And we're made to understand from scriptures that the love that existed between Jonathan and David was that higher than the one that existed that is existing or that existed between man and woman. So it was written this way. Wonderful love surpassing the love of man and woman. This is what we need to have 
with each other for us to move forward. So, relationship backed up with love will produce astounding results. I'll stop here because of time now. Relationship backed up with love will produce outstanding results. So, remember, let, let me do a recap. Remember, we are talking about love and relationship. Love is a weapon, not just a weapon, but the greatest weapon. It's not just romantic, but we need to direct it to every area of our life. And relationship, they are connections of lifting. So let's get this in our mind and let us get the significant lessons. Love is a weapon and can be used to get results. Same as relationship. So that's why we must love. That's why we are, we are being advised to love. I believe as you have listened, the Spirit of God is moving through your heart. There are some people you will call after this meeting to reconcile with them. By the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, some people will be changed for the better and relationships that have been broken will come back alive and be strengthened because of this meeting, because of this message. So I urge you first, love the Father. When you love God, when you understand the love of God, it is, it is very difficult. It is not difficult for you to love others. Giving will not be an issue when you understand the love of the Father. So, I will say that you should love God first so that you understand love. If you don't know God and you are loving, I don't think you are loving yet. You don't know what is love yet. You should stop. Pause. Maybe it might, it might be lost. It might be lost. Love God first. Understand God first. Don't be in a relationship. Don't go into a relationship without knowing God. If you don't know God, for remember, God is love. So if you want to understand love, study God. So when you know God, then you can love. So if you don't love God, if you don't love God, don't, or you don't know God, you are not loving. I don't know what you are doing if you say you are loving. Hallelujah. So know God and then start loving others because you cannot understand. So I want us to sing this song today. Say I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you now. I love you tomorrow. I love you forever. I love you, Lord. I will follow the Lamb. I will follow the Lamb. He is the Lamb. I will worship my God. I will worship my God. He is my God. He is my God. Oh, he is my God. Oh, I will follow my God. I will follow my God. Oh, he is my God. I will worship my God. Oh. I will worship my God, oh, oh, he's my God, 
Oh, is my God, oh. Kula manda la zele ne manda ba. I alamantoze valariga babahai. Kala sola mambra hadiza zila na mondo. Alana mane na na de kunanda. Jenema mande le na mande le bedinanda. Kila na mane kulada. Ela na mamuda. Eusha ne mala ne kulada le menda. Kula na mane na de kule se ne mendida. Kila ne menda la de kule ne mando shanda la ba de kine mena diva la na manda la ba do. understand that whatsoever he has said in our life that he's going to do it there's nothing too small nothing too big for him to do he's the god of impossibilities he said heaven and earth shall pass away but my words they remain the same so he's not a god that he should he's not a man that he should lie he's not a god that lies oh you know the lie you know the lie. You know the lie. God not true. You know the lie. Uh -huh. He is not a man that he should lie. I pray for you today. Cobra la That you will not be a victim but a victor. Today, love begins to manifest in your life. You begin to know God. Begin to express love in all that you do. Peace in all that you do. Every struggle that has come to your life as a result of lack of love, I decree peace and I decree love. Strength, the Spirit of God is coming upon you now. For God has not given us the Spirit of fear but of love. Receive that Spirit of love now. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Barakos I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit and the power in the name of the Lord Jesus that your life is being changed now. Your lives have been changed now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Glorious One. Thank you, Monaco Zion. Oh, you know the lie. You know the lie. You know. Oh, you know the lie. Oh, you know the lie. Oh, oh, you know the lie. You know the lie. Thank you. Thank you for today's service, Holy Spirit. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration, we love you. Does not to be compared to you. You are the I am that I am, the Arubo of God, the one that sits upon the throne, the one that sees everything and it come to pass, the one that means what he says and see what he means. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, great monarch of Zion. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. <laughs>